Alrighty, welcome to Laura's Lazy Time Talk Show. Woo! Um, <laughs> today's topic is dance and religion, brought to you by Dance History 2. <laughs> um, we will be focusing on the first, oh, obviously, dance and religion. Duh, what I just said. That is the topic. Um, we got some lovely questions. We'll probably look focus on one, maybe a second one, if there's time today. But, to just jump right on into it, the first question is brought to you by lovely Anna Kelly. In what ways can religious dance be impactful for those who are non-religious? Is it possible for non-religious dancer to be fully engaged with religious dance? Now, this question is a very confusing question for me personally. It really makes me just stop and go full existential crisis mode. Because religion, as a personal thing, has always been a very existential crisis topic in in general. Personally, I was... I was baptized, I think, Catholic. I don't honestly know what denomination of Christianity. Um, I went to a Lutheran preschool, so, like, it's very confusing. Um, but, like, in practice, I have never been a religious person. Um, you know, growing up, I, you know, I went to a Lutheran preschool, but that's, like, the most of religion things I've ever done in my life. Um, both of my parents were raised, um, I'm pretty sure we're Catholic. Like, I've, I have a strong, I have, that's what my brain is telling me. So I'm almost pretty sure that technically we are the Catholic denomination. Um, but my mom, um, they, like, went to church, I believe, but not, like, super religiously, Whereas my dad and and my nana and papa are much more religious. Um, They still frequent, they still go to church most Sundays, if not all Sundays. I don't think all Sundays, but most Sundays I'm pretty sure. Um, We frequently joke about getting my nana crosses for Christmas, so like, it's a thing. Um, And my dad and all of my aunts and uncles on that side went to, you know, um, what's the word? What is, what's, what am I thinking? Um, like, they went to religious schoolings. They went to, like, they grew up in religious schools. My dad often makes jokes about, you know, the stereotypical mean nuns and Christian schools. I don't know if he actually had them or not, but, (laughs) I'm getting off topic. Um, but so, because of their upbringings, and my dad did not particularly enjoy being forced into going to Mass every Sunday and all that, they didn't force us to. And neither of my parents were super religious in general. Um, and so, we would, when I was younger, I think faintly remember going to mass like 
on like Christmas Eve. That was like the only time we ever went. And I think the last time we did that one, I was, I was like six or something. So it's, it's, it's been a minute since that's happened. Um, and I think the main thing for me for that was I got to dress all, all pretty and look fancy and also stay up late because we would go to like the 10 p.m. mass because I was six. I didn't want to go to the full midnight mass, but was a, I think that was the big appeal for me um, with religion. And so I think because I didn't grow up with it and like wasn't it wasn't a daily part of my life, I just kind of was like whatever about it for most of my life and then when I when I got to like late middle school high school and I was like becoming more aware of like the world and (laughs) all the craziness that's that happens within our country when it comes to religion specifically a lot of the very loud speaking Christians um I feel like a lot of the hate that the loud-speaking Christians put out into the media really turned me off of even considering myself vaguely religious in general. Um, like, like, the entire existence of God and... I don't know if I believe in one, like, being overseeing it. I believe in, I don't know if believe, I, I feel, in a sense, I feel the universe. Um, like, I don't think there's one mystical being one almighty god or multiple almighty gods that are like controlling everything that happens but I like in like sci-fi movies and stuff like that when they're talking about time travel the like the, the concept of like the butterfly effect I think all of us are the reasons that things are the way they are and I don't know if I believe in like something controlling that. I think that also takes away from that goes into the whole of like, do we have free will and is man, you know, inherently evil or good and blah blah blah. Which again, existential crisis. <laughs> um, but I feel like this is also I feel like because of dance specifically. Um, it gives me a sense of religion almost like dance is my religion in the sense of it allows me <clears throat> hello voice there we go <laughs> just getting a weird thing in my throat um but re- dance is my is my religion in the sense of it's it's a daily practice for me it is how I express myself to the world and also to myself, which I feel like is a big thing for religion in general for most people, is it gives them a sense of 
self and being and purpose in the world and that is what dance is for me um so like (laughs) back to you know our actual question of the day um in what ways can religious dance be impactful for those who are non-religious um while I do consider myself non-religious in the traditional sense of I don't follow, I don't call myself you know, Christian or Buddhist or um, any like traditional, I don't, know, I don't like, not, not traditional, organized, named religion. Um, I do think that dance in and of itself can be a religion. Um, and obviously dance is used in expressions of most religions and I think that's why um if that makes any sense I don't know if that made any sense whatsoever but (laughs) and then is it possible for non-religious dancer to be fully engaged with religious dance I do think that you can um I don't know if you'll, I don't know if, uh, like, for myself personally, I don't know if I would be able to fully engage with, um, a, like, a dance that is, has a specific meaning and ritual within one religion that I don't practice in general, but I feel like that has to do with more of, I'm not a part of that specific religion. I feel like that would be the same of, like, if someone, say, a uh, Someone who is considers themselves a Buddhist or something tries to do an Islamic dance or something. I feel like it wouldn't have. It's the same kind of concept of since you're not a full practicing member of that religion, you're not gonna fully, you know, experience what those people within that religion f- experience and feel. But I feel like you could. You will still feel something. As long if you have an understanding of why they are doing that, what the purpose of the dance is, I feel like you could be, you could be able to. Everyone, in my opinion, everyone feels something with dance. There's a reason we move always. Um, Like most of the time, you know, for us as dancers, a lot of times it's we have to because we're in class. Blah blah blah. But if there's no teacher there and we just randomly start moving, that is our own choice. We are choosing to move and dance most of the time, for me at least, subconsciously. And it's because this dance is the way that my body knows how to get things out and release emotions, release tension, just release things in general. And, yeah, I feel like that's, excuse me, (laughs) I just chugged, like, three Capri Suns, so, (laughs) anyways, um, but yeah, it looks like we're just out of time, hopefully some of this rambling and stupidity-ness makes sense, thank you, our dear listener is maybe listener um to for coming and listening to laura's lazy time talk show where we all get comfy and cozy and talk about 
weird stuff and have existential crises together. I hope you have a fantastic day and stay warm out there because it is cold AF. And that is why we have Laura's Lazy Time Talk Show. Bye!